How's everybody doing? Doing okay. A few people are doing good. Um, yeah, a little bit about me. I'm the I'm the youth director at Kirkland Baptist Church. I've been there for a few years. Um, I've been I've been leading youth for uh, about ten years now. Um, I got saved when I was nine years old, and I started preaching and heading on this this path that God set on set me on at twelve. Um, fortunately, I had a, a pastor that was very supportive at the time and a youth pastor that took me under his wing and uh, really helped to lead me. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a part-time youth minister at Kirkland. I'm also a uh, pharmacy technician at Walmart. I've worked at Walmart for, it was 11 years this past Monday. Um, that's a, a long time to work at Walmart. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh if any of you hate if any of you hate uh shopping at Walmart uh think about having to work there. <laughs> uh no I, I I'm I'm joking it's it's a good place to work. Um in case they're listening it's a good place to work. Um every every Sunday morning I have an alarm set on my phone to wake up at 8 o'clock. Uh that that gives me just enough time to get ready to leave and to make it tr- make it to church in time before Sunday school. Um, I teach I teach the youth, so I I try and I try and get there by nine fifteen so that I'm 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 there before before the kids show up. But uh, yeah, every every Sunday my alarm goes off at eight o'clock. So this morning my alarm my alarm went off at eight o'clock, uh, and I laid there in bed and thought to myself, okay, it's eight o'clock. I need to, I need to get, I need to get up, I need to, I need to get ready. And, uh, about that time, my wife Ashley tapped me on the shoulder and said, Andrew, it's 8.30. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's 8 o'clock. My alarm just went off. No, I had obviously turned my alarm off and went back to bed. Um, but getting up and getting, getting ready is, uh, can be, can be a hassle for some people. Uh, I remember growing up as a kid, uh, my younger brother and I, uh, getting ready for school, um, I'd, I'd, I'd be up, I'd get, be getting ready, and, uh, he'd, he'd come in and sit, sit down on the couch and turn on the TV, and, and I'm, I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I can remember many times where our mother had to drive us to school because we missed the bus, because, uh, my little brother was not ready. Um, the same thing we said for getting ready for church. Uh, I don't know if any of you have experienced this before, but um, trying to get a handful of children ready for Sunday school and trying to get them out the door and trying to make it to church on time uh, is not exactly the most peaceful time, is it? I I don't I don't have any I don't have any kids of my own, but I can I can remember uh, again getting ready for church and my little brother coming out and sitting on the couch and turning on the TV. I'm like, don't do this. Don't do this. This starts a fight. The high-stress situation, trying to trying to make sure we get to church on time. Uh, and sometimes that fight lasted until the car ride, and sometimes that fight lasted until the front door of the church. And then we get to the front door of the church, and everything's okay for about two hours. And then... Uh, as soon as church is over, we get back to that car, and the fight is waiting for us at that car. 
I'm sure none of you have experienced anything similar to that. Um, so I want to ask you this morning, are you, are you ready? Are you ready? If you got your Bibles, turn to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. I want to tell you about Moses and he, how he was not ready. Exodus chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness, and he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flame, in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was not burning, yet, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not, cons- not, not burned. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Then he said, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet, for this place you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the Lord your God, the father of, I'm the Lord, excuse me, I'm the God of your father Abraham, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Moses had an experience where he met with God. And he wasn't ready. Moses was at work. He was minding his own business. He was a shepherd. He was keeping the, keeping the flocks of his father-in-law. And he met with God. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't ready. Moses was raised in Pharaoh's household. He wasn't raised as a good little Jewish boy. He may not have ever heard the name of Yahweh. He may not have known who this God was that was calling him. He wasn't ready. If we read further, God tells Moses that he's going to send him to Pharaoh, and Moses, every step of the way, is making excuses on why he can't go. I'm not a good speaker. Certain, certain, what, if, what, what if they're not going to believe me? I, I'm, not, I'm not one of them. Who am I to, to go to your people? Until finally he just said, God, just please send somebody else. Moses wasn't ready. So I want to ask you again this morning, are you ready? Do we come to church with an expectation? Do we come to church prepared to meet with God? God called out to Moses from the burning bush and said, take off your sandals for you're standing on holy ground. Do we have things in our life that separate us from God that that are like those sandals and they, they're a separation. God wants us to remove those things and stand on holy ground before him this morning. Are we ready when we come to worship? 
Do we pay attention to the words that we're singing? Do we pay attention to the meaning behind them, to the scripture that they're based off of? Are they just words in a book? Because since everyone else is saying them, we mumble along. I'm going to tell you 100%. There are very few of you in here that I know, but I'm going to tell you, this sermon is, is to me first and foremost. I can tell you many Sundays where I've stood in the pew at my church and just mumbled along the words while my mind is completely somewhere else just because there are words on the screen and I'm standing along with everyone else and that's what I'm supposed to do at the time. I've come to church not ready. Jesus said there's a time is coming where those who are going to worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. But so many times I stand before God just worshiping Him in a lie. Worshiping Him half-heartedly. Not even worshiping Him at all. But just standing with a crowd. Are we ready for worship? Are we ready to hear God's word? Do we come prepared, expecting God to speak to us? Or is this just something we do on Sundays? There have been times where I've woken up late and I've rolled in, rolled into the church parking lot 15 minutes after I've woken up. And I am not ready for anything. But then I walk into a Sunday school class and I try and teach a class. I'm not ready. Jesus, one of the, one of the things he always said was if the, for those who have an ear to hear, let them hear. If you've got ears, listen to what God is trying to tell you. You've got two little flaps on the side of your head. Use them to hear and understand the Word of God. I encourage the kids in my youth group to to bring a physical Bible to church. It's really easy. I left my phone in the pew, but it's really easy to, to just pull up the app and have have that. It's it's super convenient. I, I'm not I'm not dogging that at all. I use that myself. But I also know that it's super easy to be to have that app open and just flip back to Facebook. Little icons are right next to each other. You don't have to look very far. You get distracted. Our head is somewhere else. We don't come to church with an expectation to hear from God. Are we ready for worship? Are we ready to hear God's word? Are we ready to respond to him? Like I said, I've been, I've been preaching here and there since I was 12 years old. Um, and one thing, no matter what church I'm at, 
uh, whether I'm whether I'm preaching, whether I'm visiting, whether I'm attending there. One thing that you always you always hear is as soon as the the pastor gets to his last point, you hear all across the church. As soon as as soon as the pastor starts to step down from the pulpit to give the invitation, you hear slamming books and zippers going zip 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 because people are packing up. Because they gotta beat the Church of Christ to the Mexican restaurant down the streets. Service is over. Preacher's done talking. It's done. I'm packing up. I'm good to go. But that's the most important part of the service. The time when we come to God and respond to what He's been trying to scream at us. It took God setting a bush on fire in the middle of nowhere to try and scream at Moses. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Take your shoes off. Get rid of your distractions and pay attention to what I'm saying. Church, do we have to start a fire in the sanctuary to get us to pay attention to what God's saying? book of Revelation, Jesus calls out to the church, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Whoever will open the door, I'll come and I'll eat with him. So often, we use that verse of Scripture to try and reach reach out to people who are lost and saying, you know, Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and knocking. Church, let me tell you something. He was talking to us. He was talking to the church when he said that. He's standing at our door, knocking, asking to come into our church service. I'm too busy back there on Facebook. Are we ready? Are we ready to meet with Him? Are we ready to hear from Him? Do we come ready to worship Him? Or do we come to this place to see the people we know, to see the people we see every Sunday because we're part of some social club? I'm not saying that God can't get with you somewhere else. you got to hold a Moses out in the middle of a field feeding sheep. But what, I'm, what I am saying is there's something about coming together as the body of Christ to worship Him. Coming together as the body of Christ to hear His Word. And too often we take that too lightly. We come walking on holy ground with sandals still strapped to our feet. Not wanting to touch it. something distracting us, with something blocking us, with something in between us and God. We're not ready. Church, today God is 
knocking on your door. Asking if you're ready. Here we're about to come and take the cup and the bread. Is this just another ritual to us? Or is this an act of worship? Remembering Christ's sacrifice on the cross. He's calling you today to stand before Him. Take off your shoes. To remove the distractions. And to stand with Him on holy ground. What is going to be our response? Bow your heads and pray. Dear Father God, thank you so much that when I'm not ready, you still reach out to me. God, that when I'm distracted, you still call my name. Lord, I pray that we as a church, we as your people, that we don't take this time lightly. That we don't take this time flippantly, God, but that we come to you with our hearts prepared to stand on holy ground. In your son's holy name I pray. Amen.